Tab wanted to know. He's just starting to make it, Uncle Pennyweight answered. Didn't Daddy Blake tell you that the ground must be plowed or chopped up and then finally pulverized or smoothed so that the seeds would grow better? Oh, yes, so he did, Hal said. Well, this is the first start of making a garden, went on Uncle Pennyweight. The garden must be plowed or spaded. Spading is all right for a small garden, but when you have a large one or a farm, you must use a plow. Mr. Blake owned a large yard back of his house, and next door, on the other side, from where the new Porter family lived, was a large vacant lot. The children's father had hired this lot to use as part of his garden. Hal and Mab watched the man plowing. He held the two curved handles of the plow, and it was the sharp steel share of this that they had seen shining in the sun as it cut through the brown soil. A plow cuts through the soil as the horses pull it after them, and it is so shaped that the upper part of the earth is turned over, bringing up to the top where the sun can shine on it, the underneath part. The undersoil is richer and better for seeds to start growing in than the upper part where the rain may wash away the plant food things that are needed to make a good garden. But Daddy said the ground had to be smooth to make a garden, said Mab. The plowing man is making it all rough. Yes, it does look rough now, said Daddy Blake as he came along just then in time to watch the man plowing. Those long lines of overturned soil, which you children see, are called furrows. Could you plant anything in them? asked Hal. Well, you could, yes, but it would not grow very well. And when the corn, beans, or whatever you planted came up, you could not work around them well to cut down the weeds. It would be too rough. So after the man has plowed the ground, he will harrow it. What's that? asked Hal. Well, a harrow is something like a big rake, explained Daddy Blake. There are three kinds of harrows, but they don't often use more than one kind for a garden. The man will use a tooth harrow. It is called that because it is made of iron spikes or teeth driven through some long beams of wood. The teeth stick through, and when they are dragged over the plowed ground, they make it quite smooth. When I take you to the farm, I can tell you about and show you other kinds of harrows or big rakes. It took the man with the plow the rest of the day to turn over the soil in the Blake garden, and Hal and Mab looked on every minute they had out of school. Mr. Porter's garden next door was plowed too. When Hal and Mab went to the fence to see how Mr. Porter's ground looked, they saw little Sammy standing near. The red-haired boy was looking at something on the ground. "'What is it?' asked Hal. "'Big snake!' was the answer. "'I don't like a snake. I'm going home!' he started to run. "'Oh, a snake!' cried Mab. "'I don't like snakes either!' And she turned to go away. "'Where's the snake, Sammy? Show me!' said Hal. "'See him crawling!' And red-haired Sammy pointed. "'I guess he's going to bite!' I run. And away he started, but he fell down on the rough ground. He did not cry, however, but picked himself up and kept on. <laughs> that isn't a snake, 
called out with a laugh. It's only an angleworm. They won't hurt you, Sammy. Don't be afraid. That no snake? The little boy wanted to know. No, only a fishworm. Don't you remember how we went fishing with Daddy Mab? asked her brother. Yes, I do, but I thought it was a snake. Hal had jumped over the fence and picked up the worm. It was a large one and had been crawling about the newly plowed field. Oh, I don't like them, said Mab with a little shiver. Worms are good, said Mr. Porter, coming out into his garden. You mean good for fishing? asked Hal. Yes, and for gardens, too. They wiggle through the ground and sort of chew it up so it does not get hard. The earth around the roots of trees and plants ought to be kept loose and dug up so the air and water can get through easier. So worms in a garden help to make the plants grow. I didn't know that, said Hal, as he put down the big worm, which at once began to crawl slowly along, stretching itself out until it was almost twice as big as at first. In a few days, the weather was much warmer and the soil in the two gardens began to dry out. The man came with the spiked or tooth harrow, and his horses dragged this over the ground several times. Soon the soil was quite smooth, the big lumps or clods of earth being broken up into little fine chunks. But it must be finer yet for some things, like lettuce and tomatoes, said Mr. Blake, so I'll use a hand rake. Can we help, too? Hal wanted to know. Yes, I want you and Mab to do as much garden work as you can. In that way, you'll understand how to make things grow. And remember, the more you work around in the garden, digging up the earth above the roots of your plants, keeping the weeds cut down, the better your things will grow. Making a garden is not easy work, but after all, what a wonderful lot the seeds and plants do for themselves. Still, we must help them. When can I plant my beans? asked Mab. Well, pretty soon now. Make your part of the garden where you're going to plant your beans as smooth as you can. Then mark it off into rows. You should plant your beans in rows with the rows about two feet apart and put the beans in each row so that they are about four inches, one from the other. That will give the plants room enough to spread. How do I plant my corn? asked Hal. Well, corn must be planted a little differently from beans, answered Daddy Blake. You should have your rows from two to three feet apart, and each hill of corn should be from a foot to a foot and a half from the next hill. Does corn only grow on a hill? asked Hal. Oh, no, laughed his father. Though on some farms and gardens the corn may be planted on the side of a hill, what I mean was that after your corn begins to grow, the ground is hoed around the corn stalks in a sort of little hill. That is done to keep it from blowing over, for corn grows very tall, in the west sometimes 10 and 12 feet high. However, that is yellow or field corn from which corn meal is made. The kind you are going to plant, Hal, is called sweet corn, such as we eat green from the cob after it's boiled. That may not grow so high, but in a day or so, 
it will be time for your corn and beans to be planted, for spring is now fully here and the weather is warm enough. Hal and Mab worked hard in their gardens. They raked the ground until it was quite smooth. Daddy Blake, his wife, Aunt Lollipop, and Uncle Pennyweight also raked and smoothed the parts of the garden where they were going to plant their seeds. Sometimes the older folks helped the children. Next door, Mr. Porter was planting his garden, and red-haired Sammy thought he was helping. At least he picked up the stones and threw them at the fence. If Roly-Poly had been there, maybe Sammy would have thrown the stones for the little poodle dog to run after. But Roly had been sent away for a few weeks until the gardens had begun to grow for Roly never could see a nicely smooth patch of ground without wanting to dig in it and spoil it. We'll bring him back when the garden things are larger and well enough grown so he cannot hurt them, said Daddy Blake. Hal and Mab planted their corn and beans. Daddy Blake showed his little girl how to punch holes in the brown earth along a straight row, which her father made with the rake handle, and into the holes she dropped the beans, covering them with earth so that they were about two inches down from the top. Hal's corn did not have to be planted quite so deep, and he dropped five kernels in a circle, about as large around as a tea saucer. This circle would, a little later, be hoed into one big hill of corn. How long before my beans will grow? asked Mab. And my corn, Hal wanted to know. Well, beans begin to grow almost as soon as they are in the ground, answered her father, but you can't see them until about a week. Then the little leaves appear. Hal's corn will take longer, maybe ten days, before any green shows. You must be patient. Hal and Mab tried to be, but each day they went out in the garden and looked at where they had planted their beans and corns in the garden rows. I don't believe they're ever going to grow, said Mab at last. Maybe some worms came and took my seeds. I'm going to dig some up and look. Don't, begged Hal. But Mab did. With a stick, she poked in the earth until she saw something that made her call. Oh, Hal, look, my beans are all swelled up like a sponge. Hal looked. Mab had dug up one bean. It had swelled and split apart, and inside the two halves of the bean, something green showed. Oh, Mab, cover it up, quick, he cried. The beans are growing, they're sprouting. Cover it up, quick. And Mab did. Now she was sure her beans were growing. Two mornings afterward, she went out into her part of the garden before starting for school. She saw something very queer. Oh, Daddy, how? cried the little girl. My beans were planted wrong. They're growing upside down. And the beans are all pushed upside down out of the ground. Oh, my garden is spoiled. End of chapter 3